Hey, what's up, guys? The Leafs combo back in business for Oak Ridge Ford in London, Ontario. OakRidgeFord.com, 0% continues on most 2020 Ford models, but inventory is razor thin right now. The 2021s are on the way. They're going to be amazing, but you won't get the discounts on them. Contact me through community on the YouTube channel, or you can get at me at I am Norman James on Twitter, NJ, along with Mike. For Sunday, November fifteenth, two thousand and twenty. Good morning, Mister A. Good morning, Norm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's getting close to the end of the year, so those uh, you know, I, I suggest all the listeners to to get in contact with you because uh, yeah. some good deals. End of the line in terms of plenty of, of Ford models, and the beginning of something fresh in terms of the NHL. And lo and behold, it sounds like the Canadian division will be a go. Well, the uh, Board of Governors, uh, NHL Board of Governors, uh, met virtually on Thursday. And the, 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 the talk out there is a January 1st start date. Um, that probably is the case because they want to start as early as possible because if they have to stop and cancel games like Major League Baseball and the NFL did, uh, they will have more time to, to move things around. Obviously, with the, the rates of COVID blowing up right now, that's right in the probably the middle of the second wave. They want to, like the NBA starting December 22nd, the NHL wants to start as quickly as possible. And with the likelihood that the border won't be open on January 1, uh, the talk is that you know they would start with a Canadian division and then pop. February, March, when the border does open up, then they would switch to divisions that were the normal Atlantic, Metropolitan, et cetera. So, I mean, right now, everything is in planning stages. Everything is based on outside factors, but it appears that they will start with the seven teams north of the border. I think, like I wrote about this this week, I think it's a disadvantage for the Leafs because I think that, you know, six of the seven Canadian teams are playoff caliber. And if they kept those divisions the entire year, it would limit those teams to four out of seven unless they expand the playoffs. So I think it would be a disadvantage mm-hmm. for the Leafs. Plus they would have to travel to Western Canada two or three times because it sounds like the perspective plan for the league is not to play in hubs but to play in individual buildings so that would mean traveling to calgary winnipeg edmonton and vancouver two or three times instead of the one time that they usually do this is the leafs combo for oakridge ford norm along with mike so seven canadian teams duking it out north of the border if we're set to start at the beginning of 2021 in this way isn't it naive to believe that in a few months following puck drop on the season, the borders are going to open and they can reconfigure everything? Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of talk right now about rapid testing. I mean, I saw an article, I think it was in Forbes uh, a couple weeks ago regarding rapid testing at airports, at a couple airports in Canada. So if there's rapid testing, you can turn around and find out whether somebody is positive within you know 15 minutes or a half an hour, which I guess is possible. Uh, then it would allow non-essential travel to come in. It would allow these teams to test and make sure nobody is 
positive and then come across the border and play. So, I mean, I think it would all depend on that. I mean, the thing is, and I know that the rates are not as high in Canada, but the rates are blowing up in Canada. The rates are blowing up in the U.S. There is no vaccine, at least until probably March or April. So right now, I think testing is the most important thing. Mike, your audio sounds like it's blowing up too. So we'll uh, push forward. Seven teams north of the border. There's what, 31 teams in the league. Do the American teams just reconfigure based on geography? I would think that, it, again, it all depends on the border. If it does, if the borders do open up, then from what has been reported, they they will go back to the configuration previously, the, you know, the Atlantic and the Metro and the Central and the Pacific. Uh, if the border stays closed, then it's possible that they play intra-division for the entire schedule. Again, I think that's a disadvantage for the Canadian teams and a disadvantage for some of the American teams. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and again, we don't know, and this will be one of the biggest factors for the league, we don't know when fans are going to be able to go into uh, arenas. In some areas in the U.S., you know, limited fans have been able to go to NFL games. And uh, that's the case. And right now in New York State, they're not even yeah. allowed to play in their buildings. So we don't yeah, know. Every jurisdiction is different. And that's the difficulty in trying to paint this entire possibility with one brush. What works in one area of North America won't work in several others. OG's Converse. What do you think? Have your say in community or below this post. Do you like the idea of the Canadian division? Is the NHL super naive and uh, perhaps greedy and you know short-sighted in thinking that this idea of a 2021 season is going to work? I'd love to hear what you have to say. Mike, we have to plan for a season as a podcast and all of the content that we're going to create. More importantly, the Leafs are planning for how they are going to configure themselves uh, when a season does begin. Lots of talent on this team. Many new players have come in. Uh, veterans, you've got some uh, hole pluggers, some some guys who are you know going to help round out the roster. With that said, um, especially flanking the centers, how do you think things shake out and if you were to, to put together some lines how would they look i mean obviously the combination tavares and matthews on the right side it'll be marner and neilander as it has been the last few years the question is you know who will play with who and they they moved them back and forth last year so we, we don't know that, that that could change you know depending on how successful they are but the interesting thing in the top six is the left side i mean zach hyman Scored 21 goals last year. He's in the final year of his contract. He will possibly put up big numbers. I would think that Kyle Dubas will try to get him re-signed before the season starts, if possible. And I think the you know the clearing out of Andreas Janssen and Casper Kapanen's contract helps them going forward to open up cap space to be able to lock up Hyman long term. Uh, I would think Ilya Mikheyev probably factors in on the left side and the other line on the top six. He, you know, he's a two, good two-way player, not a great deal of finish, but uh, I think that you know he he fits that role uh, and had had played in that top six role a couple times last year, and I think they'll they have confidence in him being able to do that. I think the interesting thing is you know, what they do, whether Alex Kerfoot plays center or plays the wing. I believe he'll play center. 
uh, third line. And Jimmy VC, who was his line mate at Harvard, will be his left winger, along with Wayne Simmons on the right side. Um, not a, you know, not a fourth line role for Simmons, because I don't think that takes advantage of his, mm. his, 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 uh, you know, positive traits and his aggressiveness, and his toughness. And the fourth line, I believe will be Alexander Barabanov, their KHL import, along with Joe Thornton and Jason Spezza. <laughs> the wow. I, I, yeah, I think Nick, I think Nick Robertson, because, um, you know, he's only 19, he probably will play in the World Junior in Edmonton. Um, unless he's in a top six role, I think that they'll, you know, they'll send him back to Peterborough in the OHL, who is going to start their season in early, and fe- uh, I think either mid-January or early February. I think that'll be more beneficial to him than playing a bottom six role in the NHL. And the idea of bringing in all of these veterans to support the foundation of this group, Mike, was meant to what? I think it was meant to take some of the heat and the pressure off of that top six uh, I think you will get production out of VC you know up uh, until his bad year in Buffalo he scored a little under 20 goals and if they get that out of a third liner they'll be very happy uh, Kerfoot will have a better season at, you know last year he was hurt early and I think he played pretty well in the qualifying round uh, Simmons is motivated to really perform and get back to the level, maybe not the 30 goal level like he was in Philadelphia, but to, to be a more productive player. Cause I think he thinks he has more still uh, something to prove in the NHL and Joe Thornton. I mean, as a fourth line center and a wild card being on the impossibly on the first or second power play. I mean, we know why he came back. He wants to win a Stanley cup. He knew he wasn't going to win one in San Jose. He thinks he has a chance in Toronto. So, I mean, I think you've got a lot of motivating players, but I also think that what Kyle Dubas is doing is he wants to buy time for some of his younger guys like Robertson and, you know, Igor Korshkov, who's leading uh, his KHL club in scoring. Uh, I think he wanted not to have to depend on them, but to bring in veterans and take some of the heat off of guys like Matthews, Marner, Nylander, and Tavares. I think he's also saying that those guys you just mentioned aren't quite capable of stringing along the the younger up-and-coming stars towards the Stanley Cup championship. I'm interested Mm -hmm. to see how this group will adapt to playing the same six teams over and over again as opposed to having a season with, you know, 20-plus teams to to play against night in and night out. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a challenge. I mean, Montreal... You know, you can make the argument that the Habs are one of the most improved teams in the league after, you know, bringing in Toffoli, trading for Josh Anderson, uh, Edmondson on defense, re-signing Jeff Petrie. You know, they're uh, getting Jake Allen to back up Carey Price. I mean, they're they're bigger. Uh, you know, they're tougher. Um, they have more scoring. So if they build on what they had last year, which, you know, they made the playoffs because of the expanded playoff uh, situation, but then they won a round. So, you know, they, they could be better. I mean, right now, the only one of the Canadian teams that I think is not a playoff team is Ottawa, and even they improved. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a challenge for the Leafs to beat these teams night in, night mm-hmm. out. A few things from community. Mike Rushton, big fan of the show. I like what Dubas has done for the most part. Rushton wants to know if you'd consider a Sandine and Kerfoot package for Josh Manson? No, not a chance. I think Rasmus Sandin is a top four defenseman, not now, but in a year or two. 
Uh, Manson is the type of defenseman that the Leafs need in terms of physicality, but I think they bridged mm-hmm. the gap with the signing of Zach Bogosian. Uh, now, I think Bogosian is probably a bottom pairing defenseman and the Leafs have more depth on the blue line than they've had in the last few years. So I think they're content with where their defense is. And I don't think that they're going to trade a, you know, third line center. Who's a good third line center. And they're probably their best or second best prospect for a defenseman like Manson, who I think only has a couple years left in his contract. It's not a deal. They're going to like, make. where do you have Justin hole slotted in? Because Joe R thinks that people are too hard on the guy and based on his mm-hmm. defensive abilities, has the capability of being a top four D. I think they have him slotted in on the second pairing with with uh, Jake Muzzin, you know, which was the pairing that played together most of the last part of last season and into the playoffs until or the qualifying round until Muzzin got hurt. I think that'll be that'll be the pairing. Um, now, if if Hall proves that he's not a top four defenseman, then you could see. Amiko Lettinen or a mm. Travis Dermott move up and play on the offside. But then you're having TJ Brody, who's a left shot playing the right side, and then another left shot playing the right side. And I don't think Bogosian's a top four defenseman. So they they really need Justin Hall to succeed and be that sort of shutdown. And Blues Guy says preseason starts a month from today. It's your time to shine. I think he's talking about us. The Leafs combo. We're always shining, Mike. I'm excited to see this team on the ice. Am I excited to see the composition of some sort of league uh, when it all does begin? Based on the information we're getting now, I can't say I'm overly excited about that. But if it leads to um, the league opening up, expanding, and at some point, cross-border travel, cross-border play... I will be on board for that as long as it's super safe. Just wanted to mention something. Uh, the other day, I was getting out of my truck in my driveway in London. Had a, a gentleman from UPS hand me a package. Um, it was a very special package for my daughter. I didn't get a chance to chat with him too much, but uh, it turned out he's a big listener of the Leafs Convo, knew who I was. If you are listening, my friend, get at me on Twitter, Facebook, or in community. I have a Leafs Combo hoodie for you. I apologize for not talking a little bit more in that moment. I had a few things on my mind, but uh, I'll make it up to you. Reach out to me to let me know. Uh, Also, Mike, we've got tons of listeners who are coming through Oak Ridge Ford and purchasing vehicles. So the the whole platform that is the Leafs Combo, um, us getting our word out, us doing our thing uh, for as many years as we've been doing it now is amazing. Um, but we are helping to move some steel, as they say. Any last words from you, Mike, before we shut her down? You know, I mean, I realize that everything right now is dire. You know, a lot of a lot of places sort of shutting down and retracting from where the way it was in the summer. But, uh, you know, I just want to say that everybody stay safe and stay healthy. And hopefully, um, you know, this second wave is short and we get to watch some hockey. And Absolutely, Mike. Have a good one, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Norm.